What's up, Drain Gang? This is Dewey from the Flock Podcast. I'm joined by my co-hosts, who are always here. Bob? <laughs> what? I don't know what got me this time. <laughs> and Connor. Uh, you guys want to do take three? <laughs> that was good. No, that was great. <laughs> Why are those matches so long? Because they're for uh, when you need to get um, in there. <laughs> I gotta light my uh my your ears on. I gotta. There's, ears. Is there a scratch? Oh, there is a scratch. Yes, there is. It's for um, it's for lighting a grill. Okay. Yeah. Lighting a lot of grills. Phil got those for me at my cookout that you guys didn't come to. Who? Phil. Cookout. Never, never yes. You guys went to cookout together. No. Bro, you owe me a let's, tray. Let's move on. Uh. We were, before we started, and when we took our first take of the intro, <laughs> we were explaining to Bob what... We uh, do two takes of every intro. Yes. Yeah. That's why every time you listen and you're like, damn, this is such a good intro every single time. They got time. this fucking dialed. Yeah. It's and then you're like... rehearse, baby. And I kind of get dialed. I kind of like, like, you know, t tapers off towards the end of the episode. But the beginning is always great. Yeah, my blood sugar gets low. Yeah. <sighs> uh, we were explaining Blade or... Some people say Blady. Blady. Yeah. To, to Bob. Bob. Because he's a boomer. <laughs> I didn't say it. Uh, if I didn't say it, some Zoomer on TikTok would. So what do you think, Bob? You a drainer now? You in the sad boy gang? What does it sound like? I wish we could play some. We'll explain yeah, it to, we'll get to the best fucking... of your ability. It sounds like... Um, I don't know. How would you explain? I want to say like Euro techno, but like slowed down. Not really like techno. Just like like ED, like electronic music. But it's like kind of like is it chill chill, chill wavy? Is it sampled or is it? I think it's all. I don't think there's any sample. No, I think it's. Oh, I think he writes it's, shit. It's very atmospheric yeah, too. It's and very his, like chilled his, out. His, and, and there's rapping. Yes, yeah. but it's like his vocals are like. Like the most auto tune that you can do auto tune, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's all like, yeah. You don't turn up to this music. No, you you vibe out. Yeah, I you mean, just looking at at boy. pictures of of Blade, <laughs> I would like to um run over him with a truck repeatedly. <laughs> the, him, I actually watched a video like years ago of maybe him, but I know it was definitely uh Young Lean and like Thai Boy Digital, who's another. Um, are you not allowed to have good rap names I was about to say character in this outfit but yeah um, do like a a, sh a shopping kind of thing in New York and they were all buying the most egregious looking gear like shit with like rhinestones and stuff like that they're like this is so cool because like, they're all like Swedish and they definitely just have the most weird style his hair's gotten crazy like when i when i first heard about him and started listening to him like this is what he looked like like just euro guy yeah like pretty straightforward sense. uh now he like he's got a like rat uh i don't know what's going on with his hair it looks like a rat's nest yeah it looks like a you know when like a uh a six-year-old decides to cut their own hair yeah mm -hmm. let me see whoa i haven't seen him in a minute yeah yeah 
Uh, That's what I'm saying. This, like, when you're babysitting and you haven't seen the kid in a few minutes, and you're, you're like, "Where did they?" And then <laughs> you walk into the bathroom, and they're like, "Look what I did!" That's the hair style. That's, For a minute, they had the like uh, squire thing going on. Oh the, man, the that's experience. Look, <laughs> it's kind of a tight vibe. That's what I'm saying. I just uh, this person looks obnoxious. I wonder if you would fuck with their music because you like Machine Gun Kelly, which you shouldn't. I and don't. No one should. Okay, I don't like Machine Gun Kelly doing rapping. Yeah, no one does. That's why he started doing fake pop punk as a 31 year old. Is it fake though? Because it sounds. Yes. Like, not, I mean, I thought he. I don't know. Tell us. My tank's on empty on this one. On Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. You're a super fan. I have nothing to say about this fool though. You've had enough. I've. I think I've had enough. Have we you seen? Have you heard his his latest singles? You burned yourself out. Uh, I think I did. Pa- paper, and, paper cuts or paper. Yeah, I wasn't paper clips. I wasn't Operation Paperclip. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what is that? what is Machine Gun Kelly? It's to where the U.S. government got a bunch of like Nazi scientists yeah, to, to like help do develop stuff. Yeah, like what after vaccines? I guess. Mm. A bunch of really good shit, but they got <laughs> immunity from, you know, being Nazis. Well, and we should respect them for that. I would like to say happy Columbus Day, the greatest American. Oh. Uh, I, I was shown a really funny screenshot. Back, back in year one when he discovered America 2,000 years ago. Yeah. So if uh, if you look for Christopher Columbus Statue Richmond, Virginia on uh, Google, mm-hmm. uh, this is what you get. Oh, in the in the font? You get a picture of... In the uh, fountain? That's funny. Yeah. Of old Chris uh, underwater. <laughs> Permanently closed. But we should respect him for being the first American. Yeah. He did a lot of good. Yeah. Also, if you talk shit on Christopher Columbus, you're racist against Italians. Thank you, Connor. So. Mamma mia. <laughs> I can say oh. that because I know, I, know, I know Nick. <laughs> did you hear that uh, uh, Mr. Pratt will be uh, using his own voice? Yes. Uh, I did hear to that. voice Mario. I mean, we can wait till news to talk about this. Is this I didn't is this take from his... any news this week, guys. Okay, well, I just realized I have no news this week. <laughs> We're doing it right now. Then uh, is this I the one from his from his Instagram it. where he talks, where he says it's like a joke? Yeah, he's like, "It's me, Mario." <laughs> just kidding, guys. We're working on the voice. He's also a member of like a church that's like gay people should all die. Chris Pratt. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah people don't yeah. know that about. He's him. super Christian. Yeah. yeah. Oh Very fuck! I didn't. Christian. I mean, that, I guess that makes sense. Of course it does. I mean, uh, look at Mario; it's perfect for the role. Uh, anyway, uh, there's a shit. I have a screenshot somewhere. Hang, give me a minute. So long, Gabe talk Bowser. About, talk, talk. <laughs> <laughs> Speak amongst yourselves. Give me one second. Yeah, I forgot to do. Um, I forgot to do news because I was organizing this room. Uh, okay. And well, I'll, room, I'll put I mean together some stuff. Okay. I'll drop. I'll drop news on you. Interesting. In uh, yeah, I found this screenshot. I. I don't think it's real i think it's fake it's it's but it says it's posted september 24th 2021 actor chris pratt has confirmed he will play the role of mario in his normal voice stating quote mario isn't italian anymore he's normal now yeah yeah, yeah. he's normal now. <laughs> i mean you saw the fake tweets that that someone made of him where he's like just walked out of a bodega and some guy just puked on my like he said like some actual like italian racial slur <laughs> it's like some blank barfed on my shoes i hate new york or something like holy that. shit that's really funny but i don't think it was real 
Uh, it would have been really cool if it was. I think Elliot Page blasted Chris Pratt on Twitter about uh, attending an infamously anti-LGBTQ church. Yeah. So. Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm always in favor of bringing back racism against Italians. Personally. Bring back the hate. That's what I've always said. That's not true. I've never said that. And I didn't say it right now. Bob, Bob. looks stressed. <laughs> I'm on I'm on energy level zero. Me Bob. too. I'm drinking this hop tea. Bob's like uh it's got Danish white. people though. Bob, what's your uh heritage? Where you what are you descended from? <laughs> Let's have the whitest conversation Mostly? ever. <laughs> like one percent Native American, maybe no, or something like that. I'm you got family on reservation. Yeah, I have family on reservation. Um twenty five percent Native American. Uh, the rest is mostly like Czech and Polish. I can see that. And then a little bit of Irish. That's just every white person. Though. That's every white person. Every, a little bit of Irish. What did um, everyone do this week? <laughs> I did a lot. And by a lot, I mean two really fucking good games that I wasn't planning on playing either of, but then I did. I'm on straight up like allergy medicine. I feel like you, I'm asleep right now. Bob Bob drink is drinking lean. Should I I wasn't gonna say anything, but Bob are is Are you just, draining right now? He's drinking lean at the table currently. Uh, I played two games. I don't know if I should talk about both of them or save one. They're both I both have some I have very strong feelings for both of them. Go ahead. Unload it. Okay. Do you guys want to hear about Nickelodeon or do you want to hear about Metroid first? I want to hear about Nickelodeon because that's the game that I'm most likely to purchase okay well nickelodeon all-stars brawl can we turn off the lights <laughs> i can turn off you're gonna fall asleep i just need to i need to like get better? a little more zen yeah okay is okay. that better I, think so. <laughs> I added like two more lights into the room and now all of a sudden i i'm like now i can see in this room and you're not having a good see time. i'm i'm over caffeinated so i'm sitting here like gripping this thing as okay. hard as so I can. I had what a, are you gripping over there? It's, uh, I had a 16 it. ounce Red Bull a couple hours ago mm -hmm. to try to combat the allergy medicine that was making me extremely drowsy. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just like a weird in-between of like... You ever heard of non-drowsy Claritin? No. They make allergy medicine that doesn't make you sleepy. Well, I don't... Okay. I don't like taking allergy medicine. I do it as a necessity, uh -huh. and therefore I take whatever my girlfriend buys. So you usually get like twenty-four hour stuff that doesn't make you sleepy and is preventative. Okay, I didn't expect I was going to wake up and not be able to breathe out of my nose. Just take it every day, no matter you're, what. You're old addicted. now, dude. I'll we're be addicted. We're old. We have to take allergy medicine every, every day, day, or we feel like shit. But it I, sucks. But I'm also straight edge, and I'm afraid to take medicine. That's half a joke. <laughs> That's why I didn't get vaccinated. No. <laughs> Anyways, Nickelodeon All-Stars <laughs> Brawl is a game that released that I knew was coming out, but out of nowhere realized that it was out. Like I wasn't paying attention to it. I was like, oh yeah, the Nickelodeon Melee game's coming eventually. I'll check it out when it comes. And then it was like, boom, it's here. And it was, uh, at the time of this recording, it is still maybe 20% off. Um, but we'll see. Uh, and that's on Steam. So I think it's a $50 game, which isn't crazy for what they have to offer, especially from what the devs have talked about, how they're going to be working on it and doing probably DLC characters and stuff like that. But it is a game that is 
very similar similar to melee in some ways, but then also modern platform fighters in others. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, <laughs> turn off another light. Is that better? Sorry. Yes, it's much better. <laughs> so, where to begin? This game, um, has I need to check how many fighters it has. The main thing that people are drawn to is the mechanics that feel kind of like melee. So there's like wave dashing. Okay. Um, but instead of like the mechanic in melee where you can uh, press shield in the air and you do an air dodge, mm-hmm. you do an air dash in this game. Okay. So it feels kind of like they're adding in elements of like air dash games, which are usually like anime fighting games. Mm-hmm. And then... A lot of stuff, obviously, with Melee because it is a p- platform fighter or like Smash in general. And I feel like there's a lot of crossover between people who play Melee and people who play Ultimate now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people that who play Ultimate are going to jump ship and maybe even get more into um, Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl because this game has better net code. So you don't have shitty online games opposed to like Wi-Fi shitters on Switch. Right. And... um. Also, Nintendo doesn't care about their competitive scene and like investing in it. Whereas this developer is clearly out there being like, we want to make a game that is competitive. That's why they added in wave dashing. They know what they're doing. What's up, Bob? They know what they're doing with the net code. Yeah. But do they know what they're doing with adding voice acting? Yes. (laughs) That is one thing that is interesting because there is zero voice acting um the music itself is pretty generic and there's no like <clears throat> licensed music i i don't like because this is like a does that seem weird not really like it only seems weird when you really think about that they should have done something like that but i don't it seems like this game might have been rushed a little bit mm. but at the same time uh it's broken in a really fun way that i enjoy i have a question yes uh, wave dashing in melee, yes, is essentially a glitch, right? It's like it's not some, it's, intended. It's something that it's broken. They knew was in the game, but it was they don't have like a tutorial on it. Okay. Going back and looking on it, like Sakurai was like, "Oh yeah, this mechanic's in there to L cancel moves," but he never like outwardly said it until after the fact. So it was programmed in there. It wasn't just like a programming. I think it was a programming mishap. mishap that they just kept in. Okay. And they didn't really like think that it was going to be a game that would last for 20 years. Does so Ultimate has wave dashing? No. No. Okay. They took so it out, something they took that it out they in Brawl. Quote unquote fixed. Yes. Because they. Could, yeah. So I'm then going to assume that the Nickelodeon game put it in there on purpose. Yeah. 100%. They even call it wave dashing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is this is definitely, and they make it even easier. Like in in melee, you have to hold your analog stick at a certain angle mm-hmm. to like air dodge, and then you like short hop air dodge into the stage, and that's what's causes that's what causes the wave dash. But in this game, you can hold your your stick completely to the left or the right horizontally, yeah, I'm doing that. and then that's what causes you to wave dash. But if you're in the air, you'll just do a air dash. So it like makes that mechanic even easier. <clears throat> Interesting. Yes. How I used to play a little bit of melee. Mm-hmm. Wave dashing is fucking hard. It's so easy in this game. 
Do you think that is a good thing or, or, or a bad thing or a neutral thing? I think it's a good thing, but also this game, it seems like wave dashing is good for some stuff, but it is not the end-all, be-all mechanic in this game. This game it feels like it's way more important to be comfortable in your aerial, aerial mobility because there's no dash dancing, which means when you move your analog stick like left right left right left right some characters have like long dash dances like marth and melee and so that allows you to like weave around people or like fake out like do a quick wave like uh dash dance and like you can pick the lengths you're going so you can slowly close in on someone while applying pressure this probably makes no sense to people no i mean i, I but, think i get what but you're in saying. this game you can't go left right left right with your stick your character will just turn around so there's no there's you can wave dash but that makes up for the fact that you can't dash dance which is arguably even more important in my opinion to be able to move with your character without having like this weird mechanic right so because of that there's a lot of like wave dashing but it's way more important to be able to like jump and then air dash towards someone because that closes in the distance quicker and um, allows you to just like move way faster in my opinion. Okay. Because it, it's kind of like the difference between like in melee if this makes sense to anyone you can walk forward walk back walk forward walk back really quickly mm -hmm. whereas in this game <clears throat> there's like a there's like a stiffness to just that normal like walking speed. Interesting. Whereas in melee as long as you're within your like dash dance um, like area you're fine like you can do a lot more movement options does it feel goofy yeah there's some shit that's like uh sandy has like an infinite where like if you get someone down at some point you just like jab jab walk to the other side of them jab jab walk to the other side of them jab jab and they just die i don't mean mechanically oh. i mean you're playing nickelodeon characters yes it's pretty goofy yeah i mean nintendo is guess you could be like why is mr game and watch fighting uh yoshi yeah. but and that's goofy but it's like i don't know oh. nintendo characters are cool yes nickelodeon characters are just fucking goofy okay you want to hear the roster yeah. yes i was about to ask so the roster is what makes it even more goofy because we have spongebob patrick mm -hmm. sandy mm -hmm. okay. then we have ang toff and cora who are three char that? characters from air the avatar last airbender Jeff okay Cameron? <clears throat> uh, there's a cartoon we have Lincoln Loud cartoon of that movie <laughs> yes we have Lincoln Loud and Lucy Loud which are from sounds like what I was smoking on <laughs> which are two characters from a show I've literally never seen uh, but Lucy Loud's pretty broken in a really cool way uh, then we have Michael or no we have Leonardo and Donatello just those two and interesting and April O'Neil April's really cool. I'll talk about her. Weird. Kind of Sorry, so not Casey, well. not Master Splinter. No. no. Not Shredder. Not even the other two turtles. <laughs> Donatello but I think, and Raphael. Yeah. I don't think I think that's this, the purple and the red. Yes. yes. I think that leaves I think that leaves them room to do DLC stuff mm, Page DLC. Maybe. Who knows? Um Ren and Stimpy. Uh, powdered Toast Man from Rain and Stimpy. Yeah. Okay. Zim, Cat Dog, Reptar, Nigel Thornberry. Okay. Nigel Thornberry is an interesting choice. Yeah. He's got some fucking jank shit too. Especially because all the Thornberry. His only his only 
purpose is the Tim Curry voice. True. Right? Like, I'm, there's no other recognizable uh, characteristics about him. In this him. game, he does a bunch of weird moves that, like, he does, like, a bird pecking, and it's like, like, he does this, like, a head attack move. <laughs> His up B is, like, he, he flops. He, like, jumps up and flops like a fish, and that fucks you up. It's all just, like, animal-based movements. Weird. But that should have been the brother, then. Yeah, what was the True. brother's name? The, like, spazzy one? Um, cra- Crazy Boy. I don't know. His name was Crazy Boy. I think it was Donatello. Yep. Um... Darwin? No. Darwin. That sounds like it could be it. No, Darwin was the monkey. Okay, that's true. Um, who the talked? sister was a smoke show, though, yeah. for sure. She was like grunge. She was like down. Um, <laughs> down for what? To clown, my friend. April O'Neil's pretty hot. Oh, you think game. she was like with the. She, she was in ICP. Yeah. No, she, she was just Juggalette. She was just in the death. She was in the, yes, she was in the family. <laughs> uh, Helga from Hey Arnold. Danny Phantom. And Oblina. What's Danny Phantom? Danny Phantom is a really good cartoon that was it's like a superhero. Yeah. yeah. Is Oblina from the Oblongs? No, Oblina is from All Real Monsters. Okay. Oh. She's like the black and white snake. That's right. Thing. Oblongs is also that's Comedy Central. That's not Nickelodeon. Yeah. Um, Maybe owned by Viacom though. Do <laughs> we know Viacom owns everything now? That's true. Who knows what we'll get next? It's maybe we'll get. Hey, Peter. No, we probably won't. And maybe, I was, maybe we'll get the dog <laughs> variety. <laughs> That's not it either. Uh, what else can I say? Keep about doing no. Keep doing Family Guy impressions. Don't Bob. do this, Lois. It's me, Lois from Family Man. Lois, keep going. You. Wench, I'm the baby. <laughs> remember, remember the baby who tries to kill kill people? He's like actually really smart. That's his, his thing because he's really smart and he has weapons and stuff. You remember him? He has a British accent. But he's a baby. It's just so hysterical. What in, was, in an what American was Seth MacFarlane thinking? <sighs> what was he smoking? How did he come up with that? Hey, Seth, pass that to the left That Lincoln side. Loud. Pass me that Lucy Loud. Uh, Seth, you're twisted. What else can I say about this game? It's really fun. It's broken. Uh, Would I enjoy it? I don't know. That's why we're gonna play it later. Hopefully. Okay. Uh, I really, I really have fun with it. There is some weird shit because in melee, both of your um, shield options are the triggers on the. GameCube controller, left and right triggers. Oh, are you playing with the GameCube controller? Yeah. And then X and Y are both jump, but in this game, X is jump, and then Y is like strong attack. So you have a light and a strong attack, and then a special attack in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it just depends on like if you're in the air or if you're holding a direction or you're dashing. Okay. Depending on like what the move is. Wait, are you, you're playing this game with a GameCube controller? Yes. Interesting. Yeah, but are you also, supposed to? No, you can you can play it on keyboard. Like it's on anything. You can play with a PS4 controller. You okay. can play with an Xbox 360 controller, Switch controller. Like it's basically on like every platform. I just play Melee, right. and so I was like, let's do that. But it kind of fucked me up because I played for maybe an hour or so, and then I was like, I think I'm finally getting it because, like I said, 
I wave dash with one jump button and then I jump and do attacks with another one. So I kept like jumping and like wave dashing and then I'd like try and do a move and then I would just be standing still and do like a heavy attack because that's what the button I was, I'm used to jumping with. Yeah. So I finally got used to that and then I started playing melee the next day and I was like, I don't, I like forgot how to play melee. Oops. No button remaps. Yeah, there's no, but there's button remapping, but there's nothing to be like, I want both of these buttons to be jump. And like the heavy attacks only be on the C stick kind of thing. Interesting. Um, but I think at this point, um, I can go back and forth and it's fine. It just depends. Who do you like playing? I liked playing Oblina because she's got some fun stuff. But I really think I'm going to stick with like April. April O'Neil. Because she has this really cool... Her smash attacks are really good. Also in this game, you can do this thing where you do a dash attack into a smash attack. So you basically just get two fucking heavy moves out really quick, which can like kill people super quick in this game. Um, that's what also this game is like very quick. Like everyone hits really fucking hard, but it's fun. Is uh, it same like percentage dynamic? Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Same, same in that in that terms of melee. It's a little bit harder to like KO people in the same way you would in melee. But Oblina has some shit where it's like. You can just do uh, a neutral air, which is like jump and then press light attack and just like jump, light attack, jump, light attack, jump, light attack. And like just if you know where they're DIing, like their directional influence of like when they're getting hit, you can just combo them. And then it's just like down air, down air, down air when you're off stage and then they die and you just up beating your back. And I like I like April because she's got some really cool aerial attacks. And then she also has this her neutral. No, her down B is this camera that she puts out. And it's like, is if a character runs into the camera or they throw projectiles at the camera and it's like caught and it's like film reel, like it's uh it's like light from the actual like camera. Mm -hmm. They uh it like builds up her meter and she has like her neutral B is almost like a Game and Watch nine where if you hit someone it's like almost like an instant KO as long okay. as you build up that meter. Um, so it kind of feels like a mixture of like. Game and watches down B where if you th throw projectiles at him, he like fills up the water bucket. Yeah. And then if you use that, it just like <clears throat> melts people. Mm -hmm. um, but he also has a nine. But um, her up B also kind of reminds me of like Snake and Brawl and like other games where she has like this like balloon thing that she comes up with, but it doesn't have a, a, a hurt box. So I can see like she's balanced where she's like really good on stage, but off stage, if you're not going at like, a horizontal angle if you're trying to go like up vertically someone can just come below you and just like down air you a few times and you're done gotcha because she has no hurt box or like hit box like on her yeah balloon <clears throat> so she, like she's super easy to like fuck up that way mm. i don't know i think all the characters are either super good or have a few weaknesses but are still viable other than like patrick who i feel like is just not good at all and it feels like a meme character almost. <laughs> Even though all these characters feel like meme characters. But um, there's also another mechanic that is uh, kind of like wave dashing, but it's like, it's not really like L canceling because it's it's like uh, you do a jump and then attack and then like air dodge into the ground. And you do that in these like really quick successions to the point where it looks like it's broken the way some people play. It's like, they're just throwing out moves like one, two, three, four, five, six. Like they're just like throwing out like attacks like that. And so Weird. like okay. some people can like, I'm playing and I'm just like, they're just 
have been grinding this game <laughs> to the point where I'm like, this isn't fun. This yeah. is like wild. But it's also really cool seeing people like, also the grabs aren't really the same in Melee. Huh. That, so it's like you can grab someone, but you barely throw them. But a lot of people also, every character has a cargo throw, which is like what Donkey Kong has in Melee where, where you, you can grab, like carry them. Yeah. yeah. So people will like grab you and then run off stage and then throw you out or like you'll get a, try to get away and then you'll end up falling out. Um, hmm. And if you try to come back, they can just down air you like a few times and you're dead. Um, I don't know. It's, re- it's really fun though. Like competitive or not. Like, cause obviously I'm not going to play this enough honestly at this point to like be like try to do competitive shit but it's still like really fun to watch and uh i think it's just i think people who aren't into platform fighters competitively could still get into it Hmm. oddly enough there's like no items either so i think they knew what they were doing yeah this game it seems like they were like melee players who like made a game yeah um, interesting interesting yeah I'm having a lot of fun with it hopefully we can play I wonder if any like Project M people were involved or like consulted um, no not that I know of okay I just know that these people also made Slap City which was another platform fighter mm. and then um, they made another one not too long ago I think this is like their third game or something like that but they've worked on platform fighters and I know Slap City had some like cool stuff in there. No, it's this not is not the same people who did the kart racer, the Nickelodeon kart racer. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Hmm. I know that they've worked on a few games, but I remember a lot of people talking about how they liked Slap City. And there's a there's like a good amount of platform fighters now, whether it be Ultimate or Rivals of Anther is another one that people like playing and then now this, but like uh, it. I played maybe three hours of it so far. I really like it, but at the same time, I'm still now playing. I'm back to playing melee because there's just nothing like it. Yeah, there'll never be anything like it unless they make melee HD. Hmm. Do you guys want to hear about uh, Metroid, or do you want to move on? Or one of you can talk, and then I can come back, and we can we can just do something crazy we've never done. <sighs> Do you want to go? Should I go? I really have to pee. I'm sorry. Can <laughs> we take a break? <laughs> let's take a break and we'll come back with more podcasts. All right, we're back. So while you were peeing, did you think about what you want to talk about? Uh, Yeah. Uh, Bob and I both watched a thing this week. Do you want to talk about that now? Or do you want to talk about We can talk about it in transition. Should we, or save it. Should we wait? Until Dewey's seen it? Until Dewey's seen it. And talk about it all I've together. seen the trailer for Splatoon 3. Is that what you guys have been talking about? Is that what everyone's different, always talking about? Different Squid Game. Okay. <laughs> when people were tweeting about Squid Games, I legit was like, damn, everyone's fucking into this like weird teaser that they showed for Splatoon 3. I was like, I did not know there was this many people who were into Splatoon. Um, now Bob and I both watched Squibby Game. This past week, and we'll have to. Uh, we'll we'll talk about it once you've seen it. We'll do a deep yeah. dive. It's only nine episodes. Okay, but if you want to stop before the last episode, that's cool too. Why you say that? That's how I I would have enjoyed it better like that. But oh, you didn't like we'll, the last episode? We'll we'll we'll, we'll talk about it. it. Okay, we'll get into it. We'll, we'll spoil. It. things. Do you want to do a bonus on it? Should we? I would love that? to. 
Because I'm down. I'll do a bonus on anything. Yeah, I would love to do a bonus on it because I think it's worth talking about and I don't want to just put that into uh, a public feed where people could get spoiled. Yeah. Yeah, Well, you can always put it at the end of an episode, but also if we put it behind a paywall, then we can get more people to give us money. Money is uh, my main motivator in yeah. life. Yeah, no one, no one is talking about Squid Game right now. So give it's, us yeah. money we're kind of the if only you want. <laughs> I mean, we could just be like, yeah, we're gonna be talking about Squid Game, and then everyone subscribes to the Patreon. They download. It's like they're just talking about Splatoon three, <laughs> and Dewey's the only one who's played Splatoon. I don't know if you played. Splatoon I before. have not. I played <laughs> the first Splatoon very shortly. That's wild because I was on like Wii U. Yeah. Interesting. So I didn't play any video games this week. Uh, I All right, pl- well, hand me your gamer card. I did play games, though. I played you some... Keep your gamer card for another week. Some old school. Uh, I played... Uh, I, I, D- I DM'd a one-off of Delta Green. Oh, shit. Uh, and it's turning out to be a two-off uh, mm. because it went kind of long. Uh, so, yeah. Delta Green, I've talked about before on the podcast, started out as a like expansion uh, to the game Call of Cthulhu. Uh, so it's a tabletop RPG. And Delta Green is supposed to be kind of like a mix between like HP Lovecraft and like horror and then like uh, X-Files, like uh, bureaucratic government conspiracy cover-up stuff i love it it's so fucking sick it's honestly my favorite tabletop game right now is that your favorite aesthetic i love that aesthetic i don't know what it is but i think it's because i've always been into like weird conspiracy shit i've always been into weird pizza gate uh i birth certificate i like this guy, I only know Alex the first Jones? letter of his name. No, A. Q. Oh. <laughs> yeah, big, you're big, big Q fans. No, um, no, I've just always been into like. First of all, I've been into like weird paranormal shit forever, uh, and then I also like weird like government conspiracy shit, and then like, I don't know. It's and and I like like weird weird fiction like H.P. Lovecraft. Edgar or uh, uh, Roger uh, bleh, what the fuck is his name Edgar Lovecraft no um, <laughs> his cousin hey, I just it's me Edgar I'm from the last episode <laughs> this one's about a book that comes to life Ligotti uh, just stuff like that so like combining those things is really cool to me um, so Delta Green takes is, is a lot of those campaigns take place like in the 90s it's like you know who else's campaign took place in the 90s <sighs> George Bush's yeah, I was senior say Bill Clinton <laughs> George Bush senior that. that will <clears throat> no that that campaign took place in the 80s because he Desert Storm part one that was in the 80s wasn't it wasn't that late 80s yeah Desert Storm one was like 89 I thought it spilled into the 90s let's take a look let's take a look that's not the only thing that Go spilled in the 90s that. Desert Storm uh oh <laughs> What does that mean, Dewey? Well, you were just talking about Bill Clinton. <laughs> and that one woke me up. Gulf Gulf War. 1991 war between Iraq and American-led coalition forces. That's when that's the one they want you to know about. 
I'm talking about the prequel. August 2nd, 1990, the Iraqi army invaded and occupied Kuwait. Operation. That word gets thrown around so much now, don't you? Yeah. Think? Everything's false flag. All right, talk to me about this. So Delta Green is supposed to be like a government organization that doesn't technically exist. Uh, or or it, or it does, and it's like supposedly like an, a counterterrorism organization within the government or whatever. What they really investigate is paranormal activity, uh, unnatural occurrences, strange things. So characters in that pl- that play the game. What Bob? Have you ever seen X Files? Yes. I'm getting stared down. I'm just gonna. I continue. I don't know. You interrupted me for a joke, so I'd like no, to hear the joke. Yeah, let's hear it. Good. Come on. No. Good. What about the X-Files? So, it was so fucking funny you wanted to interrupt me. Yeah, go it. on. Um, you can continue. I'd really rather hear the joke first. Yeah, let's hear the joke. <laughs> so players play either government agents or, you know, I mean, you could play as anything. Like, uh, one of my coworkers is running a campaign right now where, like, he says he's got, like, a drug addict... Uh, an artist, uh, a computer scientist, and like an FBI agent or something like that. So like people get pulled into the Delta Green program because they've experienced something paranormal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like they're like, oh, okay, you know this shit's out there. We're going to pull you in if we think you're useful. And um, so agents get called in uh, when something happens. And it's all like very like paranoid, secretive, like you don't know, like... Like something will happen, you'll be like, "Oh wait, is the person who called me in actually like part of Delta Green or not?" Like, it's all very like kind of mystery oriented rather than like combat. Like there is combat, but the game will kill you very quickly. Mm. Like it's like it's not like D and D where it's like, okay, like I know we're probably gonna have a fight this this round, and then like, all right, we're in initiative. Like I'm gonna do my attacks, you do your attacks. Mm Oh, I'm down at zero HP. Okay, I have like saving throws I can do before yeah. I like perma die. This it's like, oh, you you wandered into a painting. Uh, well, guess what? The painting just uh closed up and you're gone forever. Make yeah. a new character. Damn. Or I like that. Or like, uh, like I'm I'm listening to. So I I got this book. It's the first. I it hasn't come yet, but it's the first like full campaign that delta green put out it's called uh impossible landscapes and it's crazy it's insane like the campaign it spans like several decades interesting uh so your characters start out in the 1990s and then like there's a, a gap of 20 years and you come back and like for the second part of the campaign uh yeah bob you what know, is it you know who all started in the 1990s desert storm our co-host to it's true, dude. It did start. In the, I did start in the nineties. And why was her name Scully? That's scary. Spooky Mulder. Mulder's not a scary name. Scully. It's like murder. Oh, yeah. You ever think about that? Idiot. I didn't think about that. I'm sorry. Smoke on that, Bob. Pass me the Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm like listening to a a, a playthrough of it that these people did and like the GM gave them a bunch of warning signs that they should not go to this place and yeah. they went and all four characters died. Damn. It was just like, all right, everyone has to make new characters now. 
Damn. So like, it's not like D and D where it's like, you know, it's kind of rare for somebody to die. It's like, if you if you engage in combat, somebody's probably gonna die. Yeah. Uh, but it's a lot of like, like finding clues and like making connections and and talking to people and like there's not as much rolling as like in D and D it's like, okay, well your character has like this much knowledge of computers. So ostensibly you'd be able to like hack into this thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, but you, you roll dice if like you're under pressure usually. And, and like sanity is a big thing. I love that. Yeah. So you can like lose sanity. Uh, if you hit a breaking point in your sanity, I don't know if I've talked about this before when I'm talking about this game, if you hit a breaking point in your sanity, you, you basically, uh, have like a mental breakdown and you can choose to like fight flee or freeze up mm-hmm. so you either like chaotically fight whatever like caused you to like lose or like you can like fight your fellow agents or whatever uh you run away or you just like freeze up and then you develop a disorder interesting so there's like a list of like like psychological disorders that your character can can develop from like seeing something that they can't really comprehend yeah you know uh, and then like there's also a mechanic where like you can become calloused to things so you can become callous to violence or s- feelings of hopelessness if you like experience it enough mm-hmm. which then means like you won't lose sanity for experiencing like violence um, so it's really nice. interesting mechanically uh, and the, the story's all really like really fucking cool stuff um See, I ran like a little one-off with my like my British friends that I played D and D with, because uh, some people were away. Uh, so I was like, "Yeah, I can just run this one-off for us if, if you guys want to play." And it's kind of like a a, a, a free one-off that the um I think it's called Arc Studios that does Delta Green put out, and they're like, you know, try this, see if you like the game, kind of thing. So, uh, it's supposed to be a one-off, but it took longer than we thought. It was, it was like three hours, two hours in, and I was like, okay, we're only like halfway through. <laughs> Sounds like a good Patreon episode. It could be cool. Yeah, I would be down to run it as a spooky October Patreon episode for us. Or or we could do a different campaign. They, they have like several different one-offs. I'll role play anytime. I don't do that nerd shit. I play basketball. <laughs> uh, also, I watched a couple of things. How do you guys feel about uh, film director M. Night Shyamalan? Uh, Shyamalan. I like everything he's done. Everything he's done is perfect. He's pretty much a god of the cinema. Yeah. So Never done anything wrong. Uh, my friend was staying in town from New York, and he was hanging out of the house. I had to go teach. Uh, Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Mayor Ru- <laughs> Trump Jr. was hanging out. Mm-hmm. And actually, it was Grimes. No, she lives in LA, right? She's also Canadian. I don't, f- Canadian. I don't yeah. fucking know. Uh, She's too busy wearing a, a Lord of the Rings outfit reading the Communist yes. <laughs> Anyway, uh, and so I went, I went, I had to teach. I came back, and he and Emily were watching the, I had been watching old. It's called old, right? Not be. It's the it's beach that makes old. you old. Oh, yeah. The beach is a different movie. The beach starring is that the one with Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio? DiCaprio. <laughs> um, yeah, they were watching old, so I watched the last thirty minutes of old. Yeah, it was fucking awful. What made them old? The beach. Okay. 
It's a beach that makes you old. It's a I'm medical gonna, facility. I'm going to go to the beach. <sighs> it's it's like everything like they overexplain fucking everything in the movie. They'll mm-hmm. be like, "Oh, we must be getting old because of this and this and this or these are other people like this must have happened to them." Like the it's just like every character is Mr you know explanation yeah like it's it's like it's don't leave it up to the viewer exactly to, to there's no ambiguity out. like everything is 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 just like fucking it's so stupid and i'm like like what is did did it, i have a theory that he i'm not Shyamalan, just like made six sense mm-hmm. it was a huge success and he was like all right how do i replicate that success over and over again yeah I guess every one of my movies has to have a crazy twist. Yeah, I guess so. That's my thing now. Yeah. And now he's just grasping a straw. He's like sitting in a bar with a napkin. He's like, all right, fuck, I gotta make another movie, I guess. What's it gonna be? Uh, oh, there's beach. a painting. There's a painting on the wall. Oh, a beach. Oh, there's an old guy in this bar. Oh, old. what if the beach makes you old? That doesn't really, yeah. There's nothing. So stupid. I don't know how so you make stupid. a so stupid. very good film out of that, but... Oh, he I mean, did After Earth. I forgot he did After Earth. What is After Earth? <sighs> After Earth is Will Smith and Jaden Smith, and they they crash land on a on a planet. They're like in space. They're way off in the future, and they crash land on a planet. Mm-hmm. And Jaden Smith has to like overcome his fears and like battle through the you know the creatures of the planet to like get to some place to like rescue will smith because he's injured in the plane crash or whatever and then you find out that it's earth that they were on the whole time <laughs> i fucking hate it that just <sighs> so that yeah that movie sucked balls even though i only saw the last 30 minutes of it i was like yeah mm-hmm. this this is terrible i don't want and uh, i mean uh, maybe i'll watch the rest of it uh but the next night c-word mm-hmm was over hanging out and we were like we should watch a movie we're like let's watch signs yeah, hell yeah <laughs> so rushing away we watched signs and i hadn't seen that in years and it's so bad the movie gave me night terrors really as a kid yeah just the one scene no which which scene is that guess i mean just the pantry scene no the the, the scene bir- the birthday the scene. birthday scene oh the birthday scene that took place in Brazil, mm-hmm. and, and then no, Joaquin and Phoenix like, is yelling Spanish at the TV. I was just so afraid to ever like, be in Brazil. Vamanos, children, vamanos. I was, uh, yeah. They're all little kids speaking Portuguese. Yeah, the, the joke uh, was that I, I would be. A, I had night terrors about Brazil. Oh, you, you're afraid of <laughs> yeah children asking you to come to Brazil. Yes. <laughs> like Joaquin Phoenix is such a good actor, and he's so fucking bad <laughs> in that he's, movie. He plays the comedian. What comedian? The comedian from the DC universe. He played Joker. <laughs> you got me. You got me. Are you proud of yourself? I don't know how I feel about that you, one, actually. Moving you on. proud of that fucking joke, Bob? I don't know if I am. No, you shouldn't be. Um, And I'm like, I was like watching and I was like, he's really good and stuff. Why is he so bad in this? And it was pre, pre I'm, I'm not there or I'm, I'm, What's the fake documentary he did where he went crazy? Oh. It was pre that. Yeah. Remember when he was on like Letterman or whatever? Yeah. Like, all crazy. Yeah. That was embarrassing. Yeah. 
so actors. I don't know if, what's their deal yeah, they're we have it hard <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I've just uh, been like torturing myself with M. Night Shyamalan movies I guess it's pretty fun what's your favorite M. Night Shyamalan it's, so I remember being like 14 and being like seeing Sixth Sense and being like whoa and then seeing Signs and being like whoa I guess this is crazy. The aliens went to the planet with water. It's like, it's, what, 80 something? <laughs> no, it's your body. Whatever. Like, and hey, let's go also, to Also, isn't that the, the, how War of the Worlds ends? No, they all get the, the colds. They all get the, oh, the oh, common cold and die. Um, cause they have no immunity, immunity to it. Um, which you'd think they would think of. Like if you're going to another planet, you're you're gonna you're gonna say, and you're an advanced civilization, you're gonna be like, okay, we're not gonna have immunity to a lot of the shit here, so we should prepare for that somehow. Yeah. And signs they just go to the planet with like most of it being covered in the thing that being... kills them. <sighs> I mean, if you think about it, water kills humans too. Yeah, I mean, anything can kill us. Not, but not just from touching our skin, like in signs. Anyways, what is yeah, and then I remember I saw the village in theaters. Yeah, and I guess like at the time I was like, okay, this is cool, but I was like, fourteen or fifteen. Mm -hmm. But the thing about his movies is like, the whole point in watching them is gone once you've seen it, mm -hmm. right? Like they're not good once. I mean, they're not good. Period. But like, even if you're a fan, they're not good after you know the end. Yeah. Which is like gets into the whole like spoiler thing. It's like if a movie like why I don't give a fuck about spoilers is if a movie or a television show is only good because you want to know what happens in the end. Like that's not good. That's not a good movie or show. That's that's yeah. a, the point of watching something isn't to find out what happens in the end. It's because it's good. It's the <laughs> cinematic equivalent of a knock knock joke. Yeah, exactly. Weren't you glad I didn't say banana? Classic. <sighs> So, fuck him, Night Shyamalan. He can catch these hands, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Make swing, a make a swing on M Night. Make a movie that doesn't have a Does twist. M stand for midnight? Night. I don't know. Yeah, it his, stands his for first name mm, is mid. what you say. His his first name is Mid because that's what his movies are. Mid. They're mids. What kind of it's name like is Night also? Mids. What? Oh, that's not his name at all. His legal name. The M Night is a nickname. That makes sense. Manoj Neliatu is his name. Okay. Okay. Cool. I don't just go care. by that. That's a cool name. It's cooler than M Night. What is yeah. M Night? I don't fucking know. Something easy for white people to say. Yeah. Remember Lady in the Water? Yeah. That was a weird one. Wait, no, I don't. I'm thinking about that the one other movie. was not as horrible as most of his movies. That's what it, yeah. Uh, I haven't. Wikipedia calls the happening an eco thriller which Jesus i don't know i never that. saw that one i just too many people were like it sucks was the twist in that one that it's just trees killing people making people kill themselves no i think it was knowing no knowing was knowing is aliens them. knowing is aliens okay uh then yeah it was probably a nice the happening one. was the trees to combat global warming, trees started emitting a, a toxin that made people kill themselves. I wish they would. I'm trying to find out where M. Night came up with M. Night. 
he just made, he's probably just made it up so it's easier to tell people yeah i'm just m night i'm like oh is that short for something it's like yeah and then he'd say his name and they'd be like well that's weird and i don't understand it <laughs> that's probably true actually um yeah. yeah where'd you come up with cork i thought it sounded funny i saw it on a hotel i played a game what game you play I forgot the name of it once again. Signs of the Sojourner. Yes, that's true. Signs of the Sojourner. This game. I've been wanting to play this game for a minute. And well, let I me haven't. spoil it for you. The end, they wake up. <laughs> it was all a dream. It's all a dream. They were dead the whole time. They were actually the ghosts haunting themselves. On Earth. Signs of the Sojourner is a card game narrative RPG. Okay. I guess it's how you would explain it. I'm, how do I, how do I talk about this? Do you want to tell us what the game's about? Yeah. Let me tell you what the game's about. So the game is about having conversations and you use cards to have conversations. I remember hearing about this. And I'm trying to think of a way to explain how it works that makes sense. So let's say for simplicity's sake, Mm -hmm. there's two symbols, a circle and a triangle. Okay. Circle means empathy. Triangle is logic. Okay. And when you have a conversation with someone, you lay down a card. The card may have a circle on the left side and a circle on the right side. So that means you open your part of the conversation saying something empathetic mm-hmm. and you end it with empathy. Mm-hmm. And then the person you're having a conversation with will then play their card, which will hopefully be another uh, opening with with an empathetic comment and Mm -hmm. an ending with, you know, wherever they're taking the conversation, they might end it with logic. And then you would respond to that with logic. Gotcha. So you're, you're matching shapes, matching shapes from your deck of cards. Right. You have 10 cards in your deck at all times. Mm-hmm. And not every card, like some cards will be like circle, triangle. Right. Or a triangle, circle, or a circle, circle, or a triangle, triangle. Mm-hmm. And you, you will play those cards. You can't play them more than once. So during a conversation, out of your 10 cards that you have, you can only play each card once. Right. And the point is to either pass or fail these conversations. A pass would be like, you know, each each conversation you're having, you match up the cards correctly, mm-hmm. and then that's one win. Let's say you have to win. You have to win or fail three times. Right. So if you, you can... You know, have a conversation, win, have a conversation, win, have a conversation, fail, and then have a conversation to win, and then you pass that conversation. And when you pass the conversation, you get an item from the person, and then at the end of each conversation, you have to discard one of your cards and take one of their cards. So that's you like learning something from that conversation. Right. Whether you pass or fail. Whether you pass or fail. Because you learn something when you piss people off. And your whole the whole point of it is to build a like well balanced conversation deck that you can like have conversations with people of all like you know they might have like a, a 
weird skin thing on their face. Yeah, <laughs> like a, a weird tooth. Um, <laughs> no, you, so they might be like, oh, this person is like a logic based like yeah. personality, or this person is like a, a commanding like personality, or like there's different shapes that go with different personalities. So you have to like build a well-rounded deck, but you still only have 10 cards to choose from. And during each conversation, you might play eight cards. So like at some point, you're going to be stuck with only cards that will fail a conversation. Right. And you'll like <clears throat> piss that person off and then you'll have to go talk to them later. And it's harder to converse with them later because you have to pass more speech checks. I think if you fail a conversation with someone, when you talk to them in the future, I think you have to pass more positive conversation points to like win that conversation gotcha so like the more you fuck up talking to someone the more they're like standoffish against you and like makes it harder to get what you want from that conversation do you think like the weird neuro-linguistic pickup artist people are into this game i could see that being the case it definitely has a lot of like they're probably feel like when they thought up the idea for the the theme of the game, it was like a, a galaxy brain gift. Yeah. You know, like one of those kind of things. Yeah. In reality, you're just matching cards. Yeah. So yeah. it's not as... It's a cool, like, cool idea. It's a cool idea. Yeah. And it really makes sense in the context of the game mm-hmm. because it's all narrative, like RPG type stuff. So you're yeah. like, finding out people's backstories, you know, trying to like acquire items from them so you can sell them in your your mom has passed away and you've taken over her shop mm-hmm. and you have to like travel out to the, these other towns in this, in the world and bring back items to sell in the shop. Gotcha. So you're trying to like pass all of these speech checks with people so you can get items from them to be able to sell. Otherwise you kind of hit a fail state in the game. Right. I don't think there's a hard fail state. You mm-hmm. just kind of like have to keep trying, but Interesting. So I'm in like the second stage of the game now mm-hmm. and there's a like newer cards added that do different things because it started off and there was like empathy and logic and those are the only two cards you could choose from and then it added in uh, grief was a mm. card that would show up randomly and you had to like be able to play for that even though like not everyone would just bring up grief in conversations. So right. like It was like stupid to have a bunch of the grief cards in your deck just in case because Mm -hmm. it was so rare that that happened but when it did happen you would like instantly fail that speech check because you didn't have anything to play against it so you have to like keep of your 10 cards you have to keep it balanced enough where you can have conversations with all these different people not knowing what they're going to be saying Mm. Um, it'd be cool if there was like a layer to it where you play a card and then you also have the ability to like choose a dialogue so it has a little more that's that's one thing there was no the, the dialogue is only after these speech checks yeah so oh, really yeah it would be cool if you were like laying down these cards and then it would have corresponding language there's of, none of that there's none of that interesting it's okay. like i it's assumed like, there would hey be. i'm so and so this is a little bit of my backstory then you play a round of the game and then they if you pass it they give you, you know, whatever outcome, and then you play another round, and then if you fail it, they're like, "Oh well, I don't really understand what you're saying. Like, you're being rude to me or whatever. Yeah, I don't want to talk to you." It would be cooler if, like, each card you played was like a sentence in this conversation. Yeah. But yeah, that's just kind of how you infer what's going on. Mm-hmm. But it's cool. The art style is not my favorite. It's interesting. It's a little like 
it's not like a game for kids, but it's definitely like a kiddie looking yeah. art style. The music's really good. Very, very minimal and atmospheric. It's probably good for a card game. Right. Where you're I, like thinking about shit. You need something that's in the background, like a good bed of music, but not something that's like overpowering. Right. Bad. It's it's definitely like like a Gustav style, like Last of Us, like really broody kind of like acoustic nice. stuff. Uh, very cool soundtrack. I think it's the only game that this uh, developers made. I couldn't really find any other stuff mm. that they had put out. But it's a cool little indie. It's on Game Pass. It's on everything, I'm pretty sure. Nice. It's an interesting game to start off with. Right. Conversational card game. Right, right. I was thinking like, I was expecting it to be, you know, more like combat or something like that, like Slay the Spire or something like that. But it's definitely like, there's no combat in it. You're just talking to people and the cards, the card game you're playing is the conversation. Yeah. Which is Mm -hmm. interesting. It's a fun idea. Cool. Do you guys want to hear about Metroid Dread or do you want to move on? I would love to hear about Metroid Dread. I've heard many good things. All right. So Metroid Dread, we're back to me. Um, Full circle. I was not prepared to be as into this game. This is another game that like like snuck up on me. Like I knew it was coming out eventually. And then I was like, oh shit, I gotta get, I gotta get this game because I it looks cool. I haven't played a Metroidvania since would this be considered a Metroidvania? This is Nintendo taking a shot at the Metroidvania genre, and I think they do really well. With the Metroid. Yes. <laughs> they actually, it's kind of weird that they're aping the name Metroid from the genre of game Metroidvania. It's so weird. But I think they're Nintendo. They it's know what they're doing. The it's a little, yeah, but I think I think that they can get away with it, and I haven't seen anyone else really like, like complain about it, which is odd, but... I'm going to make a game called Vania. Yeah. Continue. Okay. Um... It does that that thing so well, and I forgot how it feels to be in this in this huge ass map and find something. And be like, this is the thing I need to get into this door that I know is over here. And there's only been maybe once or twice. I know in like the first hour or so, I kind of got lost, and um, maybe another time after that there's because obviously in metroidvanias you're going all over the place you're finding new things that you need to get into new areas that's like the whole that's how you play the game in this game it's very similar but it feels like i'm always moving i haven't gotten lost other than those like one two times maybe and it's a really good feeling because sometimes in these games especially if you put them down for a little bit or even at some point. So when you're in the middle of playing, you'll be like, where the hell am I supposed to go? Like I got all these upgrades and like, but I, now I have to like, and there's, it, it hasn't been too hard to go through the map and like look at all the shit that I've done already. The, the map really does a good job of showing you like, hey, in this area, in this quadrant, it will be blinking if there's a, a something in here you missed. Mm-hmm. So I really like that, but it's not like, it, you're, you're missing a thing and it's right here. It's like, no, on this screen or these two screens, there's something you might have missed. How are you going to get that? You got to figure it out. So it doesn't feel too like hand-holdy. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's it's very good at pointing you in the right direction without telling you what to do, which I really appreciate. And it's also one of those things where every time you get a new upgrade, it's a aha moment of like, like I said, you get the thing that you needed to get through this door, which you know leads to this thing. And it's just like this like flow of like that Metroidvania style being done really well. Mm-hmm. Yes, Bob? 
I just wanted to say, yeah, the name Metroid is so cool sounding. Yeah, it is so cool. Uh, so I mean, yeah. so is Castlevania. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't Castle doesn't do much for me, but Metroid it just sounds cool. Yeah, and um, this is technically Metroid Five. Yeah. Um, this game has also been a rumored game since Metroid Prime 3. It was like in a database in the game. They said something about like, if you go to a certain room and you go to this thing, you can find something that kind of alludes to this. And the whole backdrop of this game, the like quote unquote innovation that it's doing is that you have these sections where you're being hunted down by these robots called Emmys. Don't remember what it stands for, but it's E-M-M-I. And they're these robots that are basically impossible to kill. And they only patrol in certain areas. But as soon as you get into an area where you there is one, you know immediately because the music gets real spooky. There seems to be like a filter that goes over the screen where it's like mm. dimly lit. And uh, just the whole vibe immediately changes. Interesting. And so they have this, this very good way of telling you where they're looking because it has like a projection of their like field of vision like a cone Mm -hmm. and if you are near them in an even bigger um like like huge circle around them they can like hear you moving and stuff like that so they'll start like if their their uh, attention will turn to like yellow and you'll see that and they'll start coming towards you and then once they see you it turns to red and they will just pursue you until you leave the area so you can't kill them you there is a parry mechanic that I have successfully done one time because it seems like it is a frame one input and and like it also mixes up like when they're going to attack you. You have two chances once they like pin you down, but it is like you might as like I don't understand how you're supposed to do it. It is it's seriously like frame one and it's like a flash of light that you're supposed to like immediately press something on. And I just Damn. I've literally only done it one time in the like five four hours or so i've played shit um so it's basically a game over as soon as they get you but thankfully it's not too bad it'll take you back to the room right before you entered so it's not like you're losing that much progress um they also do a lot of cool things with upgrades like the first emmy you find is pretty hard to get away from but eventually you get a a cloaking ability. Mm. And so you have a cloaking ability and it cr- create these really tense moments <clears> where, okay, I'm, I'm walking around. It's, it kind of sees me. So it goes to yellow and it starts like coming closer to me and like running around. And so like I'll grab onto the top of a wall, which with this, like uh, where it has like another, like it has this blue stuff on the ceiling where I can like, I have a upgrade where I can grab like the blue stuff that's on the walls. So I'll grab it and I'll turn on my cloaking device and I'll lift my legs up. And so it'll be like right underneath me looking around, but it can't see me, but it's like inches away from my character. And if I even let my feet down, it would probably hit me and then like, boom, I'm dead. Um, so it creates a lot of like very tense moments like that. Um, so it's almost survival horror. Yes. Okay, it cool. feels like it feels like there are some legit survival horror elements of just like, like screaming as you're running and like just, Especially when, like, you know that you have this cloaking ability now. And so it will be, like, sitting right next to you and looking up and down. And you're, like, inches away from it. And you're just like, oh, fuck. And it's slowly depleting. It's like, is it going to leave before 
my cloaking because the cloaking ability also does this thing where as soon as the meter goes all the way down it starts taking away from your health and you won't die it'll go to one but then you immediately your cloak will be like off mm-hmm. like you won't have that like invisibility and uh it just creates tension filled moments of like my hp is depleting right now while i'm waiting for this emmy to turn around and like go another direction it's like am i going to be able to make it out of this or am i going to have to start this whole thing over again right that's cool yeah <sighs> big question yes elephant in the room yeah how is it playing it plays really fucking well there's like, not no hitching no there is i think there were some frame drops in some area but i could barely uh, i could barely feel that okay um it was i can't remember where it was but like it, it was only for a second um, it looks really fucking good. Like it's a 2D game, but everything's like rendered in 3D. Have you seen the articles saying to get the full experience to get a Switch emulator on PC and play it on PC at 4K? Because that's probably like the 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 rumor was the, the game was designed with 4K resolution in mind mm-hmm. because the quote unquote like switch pro was supposed to be 4k yeah so it was developed to be in 4k and then they cut it down to release it on standard switches like like the, the idea being the switch OLED was supposed to be a 4k yeah model and then they didn't have enough chips and they didn't have enough chips so they had to scale it back yeah. and just release the OLED and that Metroid Dread was supposed to be running at 4k that's why it hiccups a little bit in the frame rate i can see that i mean i haven't experienced any problems okay, okay i think i think the fact that it plays really well like obviously you have your blaster that you upgrade over time you have missiles that you get pretty early on too um and all the other upgrades you get the ball you like um but you've, you immediately start off with a parry mechanic and a slide mechanic which makes traversing and just like other like just random encounters so much fun like um i think the 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 parry mechanic came from the the metroid uh samus returns like metroid 2 um the remake of that that was on 3ds uh which is a thing where like uh uh mostly melee like characters will like rush towards you and there'll be like a flash of yellow light and as soon as they flash that light if you press the parry mechanic you'll hit them away and then if you shoot immediately after hitting them you like auto target them and just like destroy them usually right away um but some of like the window for that is different for different things so once you get that down it's like really cool just like run around and also like the sliding you can just like slide under different things um it allows you to like get away from enemies sometimes if you do it correctly and i don't think there was ever a slide in like a metroid game but it feels just so good just like moving around like the way samus just like moves and like the like just the mechanics of just her actual movement feel good and then you add on the parry mechanic which is really cool for combat and then just sliding around like under doors and stuff like that and getting away from the emmy by like the first emmy you come into you you like meet like can't get through like gaps like that so like the first way you get away from it is you slide under and then it's just like sitting there like looking at you um, eventually you run into ones that can like d- get through those so it's like, even harder but um i don't know yeah i don't think there's ever a sliding mechanic but i remember being like while i was playing it i was like damn i need to get into metroid because this like i played super metroid for a little bit but kind of fell off but this is like really fucking good to the point where i'm like damn i need to go back and play those games have you ever played the castlevania games 
I played Cast Super Castlevania Four, and I played um, Dracula X, but I think that's it. How do you feel about them and compared to the Metroid games? I you love played? them. They're it, way more clunky. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, I've heard. Yeah, they feel way more clunky, and they're way harder. Just okay. in terms of like, enemies seem a little more jank. Mm-hmm. Or like they'll like fuck you up way quicker. It feels like, and, and I feel like Metroid, at least in Metroid Dread, it's way easier to get uh, health back in this game. Like you okay. just have to kill a few enemies and then you can get it back or find a recharge station. Whereas like I always, whenever I've been playing Castlevania, I'm always like, how do I get more health? Like if I'm in an area, it's like, I got to find that damn, like those damn turkeys. You gotta break open a hole in the wall. Yeah, and just find a, a full blown turkey and, and like it was hidden behind this candlestick. That's what they used for insulation back in those days. Yeah. Live it's turkeys. Hurts. Yeah. Little cooked turkeys. Oh, they're cooked turkeys. Yeah. I never played Castle <laughs> Maybe you should. They're really good. Okay. It's really fun and spooky. Uh yeah, I might have some more to say about it, but like I'm four and a half hours in or so. I've had a few boss fights, and the boss fights are also just so fucking cool. Like multiple phases they all do different stuff where it's like you're holding on to this wall and like shooting him in the head and like dodging him and parrying this thing so you then he grabs you and you have to like there's there's weird like in both of the boss fights there's been these moments where it goes to a like cinematic kind of look but you still have control over samus blaster so like he'll like a character like a two two of the bosses i fought have like grabbed me and then, like while they're grabbing me, I I have the ability to just like keep shooting, mm. and it's not playing in the cutscene. It's like literally me pressing the shooting, and like it it because I was like, oh shit, I just switched to my rockets, and I did in the cutscene kind of looking thing. Mm. So I've really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like difficult boss fights, but they're so just well designed. Mm-hmm. Both both the ones I've I've done. So I don't know. I'm really I'm really excited to keep playing it. Um. If you feel like a badass when you take the Emmys down because there's a way that you like charge up your blaster rifle and then you have to do this thing where you uh you aim down the hall and then you press a button and it goes to perspective where it's like slightly over her shoulder like but still in like a 2D-esque kind of way and you're aiming and it's like slowly walking towards you and you have to like melt its face guard and then you probably have to run some more and then find another hallway where it's just long enough so you can charge the laser while it's slowly walking towards you and fire it at it. And that's how you kill it. It's like, and then like in different areas, you'll have to be like, you have to figure out like, okay, which level in this like maze do I have enough space between me and the enemy chasing me that I can turn around, start aiming at it and get enough shots off that I'll actually be able to like take off its like armor Mm. um, before it gets to me and just kills me in one hit. So... Yeah. I'm gaming. <laughs> uh, that's all I have, though. Okay. I played a, played a Nickelodeon All-Stars a bit, and then more so, I've just been like really just stoked to finish Metroid Dread. Shall we get into some news? Yeah. I have zero news, but I'd love to hear what you have. I already, right. I already shared my news. Yes. Have we ever heard of a little thing called Epic Fortnite? Uh, Epic Games Fortnite, yeah. Uh, there's been a little rumor floating around that they're thinking about doing a movie. Oh my god! Speaking of cinema, <sighs> who's going live play? action? It is not. Nothing set in stone. It's just the idea has it's been. Gonna, it's gonna it was be a leaked. Machinima. 
that it was uh, an idea being tossed around with some of the epic. Of course, of course. Higher ups. Does that mean anything? Because I feel like if you're you're epic, you're like, why don't we just make a movie? Movies. Do we want to do we want to bet right now on whether it'll be live action or animated? It'll probably be animated. You think so? What do you think, Dewey? I think that would be the easiest way for them to make the most amount of money. That's yeah, I agree. At, yeah. Fortnite has has a very specific aesthetic. I don't think live action would play to that. Mm. Not only that, but I think it would be more recognizable for their target audience, i.e., kids, to see. Fortnite cartoon characters bouncing around and say, mommy, daddy, take me to that. Stop fighting with each other and take me to this. <laughs> um, does Fortnite have any lore? Yes. It does. So much. Really? So yes. much. Funny, funny story about uh, kids in the movie theater. I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how they were talking about someone's tweet where they said a kid had to be let out of the movie theater by their parents because they... We're watching the Space Jam movie and Big Chungus was in there and the kids started just yelling about Big Chungus. It was like, it's Big Chungus! Like, would not stop yelling about Big Chungus and then eventually the parents were just like, we have to get out of this movie theater. Because the kid was like, you don't understand, it's Big Chungus. You don't fucking understand. I, Which I then I think about kids in the movie theater, I'm like, that's cool. I, I can say with a decent amount of confidence that I will never step foot in a movie theater again. Really? Really? I think so. I've been to a couple. I don't enjoy it. I'm ready. It's, what movie did I see? Hog. Hog. I don't know if it was Pig or a different movie. I think it's called Hog. Somebody was coughing the whole time. A oh, lot. That wasn't there. It was stressful. It was hard to focus on the movie. It's a nightmare. Yeah. I've so. never, I don't think I've ever had enjoyable movie theater experience. I had a it great. Is, I will say it's it's nice that it's not super crowded anymore especially if you like go during the day mm -hmm. it's not very crowded how'd you feel about seeing detective pikachu that was seeing it with my boys that was basically like watching it on the couch yeah but you just gotta make it like that i just movies can be like that if you go with the right people i had a great time i don't i saw i saw you saw the, the first 20 minutes of pig with me i did i saw more than that i also saw the sonic movie in theaters and that was a great time I saw that in theaters too. I just, I don't like leaving my house for anything, first of all. Yeah. Second of all, I hate being around other people. Yeah. Third of all, I hate spending that much fucking money on watching a movie I don't even like. How much money do you spend? Movie tickets are like 15 bucks. Maybe they're like 12. And then if I get snacks, that's another like 15 bucks. Okay. I'm out the door $75. I'm out the door two cheeseburgers to watch a movie. And I got a park. Yeah, it's not like they make you pay to park there. I got to walk from the parking lot. I got to get out to my car and then I'm like, oh my God, I left my doors. key. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just like. No thanks. Sometimes you got to pee while you're there. I never do. I've left in the, the bathroom. I used to be like a. It used to be like a weird thing where I like did, no matter what the movie was, I like felt like I couldn't leave the movie theater to pee, and I just got over it recently. Oh man, I feel so bad leaving in the middle of a movie. Movie theaters and restaurants, two two places I don't see myself going inside I, of anytime soon. I've eaten in like maybe two restaurants in the past two years. Same. I just 
and they weren't in Richmond. It was in uh, Smith Mountain Lake. Nice. Perfect place to go. Perfect place to go. Why uh, would you go somewhere and eat there when you could take the food to your house and eat in your house? It wasn't my house. I was with other people. I'm just saying, why would anyone yeah. oh, I don't eat know. in a restaurant? No clue. Don't ask me. Because if you're with someone and they're like, this guy might be a murderer. And you're like, I'm definitely not a murderer. Okay, I'll under- pick you up. I guess I understand go- like if you're dating, if yeah. you, yeah. But if you're like either. Restaurants are only for dating. I'm either, I'm either eating alone or meeting with the person I live with. True. That's it. I'm usually eating in my car. I, I love eating in my car. Yeah. It's a good move. Second favorite place to eat. Second favorite place to eat? In my car. Right here. On that couch. Well, yeah. one of the last times I ate meat ever, I ate Chick-fil-A sitting in a parking lot by myself while it was raining. Damn. What was going on? Oh, I had a lot going on. You're <laughs> just like, you know what? I'm never going to eat meat again or eat in the rain. I think I had been thinking, I had been wanting to stop for a while and it was I was like this is sad and gross I'm not gonna do this anymore you're like I, I all the beliefs are there but I just I don't like the taste of chicken I just love cheese too much I just love Chick-fil-A and I just hate gay people I love Anyways, Chizo. I hate the gays what, what's uh any, any other news this week Bob oh yeah um this week oh just in um today 10 years you're ago you're a schmuck T- Ten years ago today, Rage was uh, released. Rage? Oh, what the fuck? Did you look up like gaming news today? No one gives a fuck about the game Rage. I bought Rage Two for seven dollars, and I haven't even looked at it. But I always think about like, why did I buy Rage Two for seven dollars? Did I was, like, you it buy was, it? It was just seven dollars. Maybe it's even so been in, like brightly colored. It could have been like six. I, I think feel they like were it was just like, giving it away at GameStop. You yeah. could have you could have bought almost a sandwich. I could have bought that. a cheeseburger for that amount of money. You could have bought a, a Whopper. Yeah, cheeseburger. Yeah. And I just, no cheese on it. You could have gone to Chick Fil A. <laughs> yeah, ate it in the rain. Remember when we saw the the line at Chick Fil A, and I thought it was a COVID testing site. <laughs> I see. I, we're like pulling out of somewhere, and I see a parking lot with like. Outdoor tent set up. I think it was raining. Two or three lines of cars and people walking from car to car with clipboards, or maybe there were iPads. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, what's going on there? A lot of people getting COVID tests. And Bob's like, that's a Chick Fil A. <laughs> um, I like Chick Fil A's marketing of "Please don't eat us." Oh, the cows yeah, being the, like the cows are just like please. Please. For the love of God, stop murdering us. They get halfway there. They're like, yeah. murder these other animals yeah, exactly. instead. Remember how funny their calendars were? Yeah, it was like a sexy cow or whatever. Didn't they? Look at the others okay. on that. Calf. I don't know if I'm crazy Whoa. for... <laughs> just, I mean, cow, just like, cow, cow pedophile. <laughs> Am I crazy for imagining this or was this a real thing? Did Chick-fil-A used to not serve sodas with caffeine? Like in general, overall, yeah, I don't remember. I that feel at like all. like like a late. No, I'm I'm gonna guess this was like late '90s. No, I don't but think so. They were on like some Mormon shit of like no caffeinated sodas. That's they're not Mormons though. Yeah. They're Christians. They're right? like, I know, but it's a why. I don't know why I have this idea in my head. I that don't that was know. I think that was an option. I think they weren't they in like Georgia? Didn't they start in Georgia? I think That's so. Coke country, brother. That's true. Yeah. Dude. <sighs> anyway, speaking of Coke, uh, do we have any other news? 
Um, Any real news, Bob? Yeah, let me just uh, talk amongst yourselves real or, quick. He's Googling video game news. A UPS employee was among at least two killed when a small plane crashed in Santee, California. A long voicemail. Uh, Mother Powers called me back, and I missed the call because Bob and I were playing a Rocket League tournament and getting crushed. Yeah, Rocket League is not anything that you can take a break from. You have to no. play it for at least an hour a day every Constantly. day or else you're just going to get stomped. I, I retain none of that muscle memory. No. Uh, we do have a, a voicemail. Yes. Is it Mother Powers? It is not, unfortunately. I'm trying to sell my car so I can pay her. So you can get your spirits. The spirits have been... It's bad, dude. I slept... In theory, I slept like eight hours last night. I feel like I haven't slept in days. I'm so tired. I kind of felt that way too until I had two highballs. And now I've, I feel kind I've of I've had normal. three cups of coffee and this hop tea yeah. with it's white tea, so it has some caffeine. Uh, I And I feel nothing. I'm maybe, sleepy. As maybe there's some stars going on, things but, going on. I heard Mercury was in retrograde. Is that a real thing or a meme? It's a real thing. Okay. If you believe in that shit uh, Texas Governor Abbott is uh, an order issuing an order banning COVID vaccinate, vaccine mandates Bob can you put in the voicemail thing here do 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 do, do do welcome to the flock voicemail you motherfucker kill your parents if you want to call and leave a voicemail anytime day or night 24-7 all you have to do is call 804 286 0626, or as we like to say around here, 804 Bumble Man. If you do, your voicemail might sound a little something like this. Hey, Flock Podcast. Just, it's Coleman here. I'm uh, in the shower currently, and uh, totally I uh, just played the, the uh, Battlefield 2042 uh, open beta, and um, it's pretty good. It's okay. But, um, you know, if they were to launch that tomorrow, it would be a total train wreck. It plays kind of like shit and doesn't look that great. I mean, granted, I'm, I'm still on a PS4, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that, uh, as with, as with most Battlefield, uh, uh, games they usually are hot garbage right out of the gate and then a year later things tend to be a little bit more stable so it looks like they're going to continue doing that sort of thing if, if this is the thing that gets launched next month uh i i won't be buying it um it has a lot of new mechanics that are really cool like being able to lock your tank turret while you're looking around, which before if you were looking around your tank in third person, your, your turret would just constantly dart around with you. So that's cool that they did that. You can do some other fun things, uh, like change your gun loadout in real time. Um, I, I just don't know if, if that's like breaking the game a little bit. Like I, I understand that the, you know it's the future and, and things like that, but... I don't know. It, it looks and feels and plays kind of like, almost like Battlefield Hardline. Even like it, it doesn't feel like a new game. It feels very kind of dated. But uh, just thought I'd give you my two cents and give you something video game related, since that was kind of the FPS guy. Uh, 
I love you guys and take it easy. Listen, if you want to talk about video games on this podcast, you can come on. That's our job. If you call in, just say something funny, do a voice, <laughs> ask us some dumb question. Make a fart noise. If you want to talk about video out. games, you will you can come on. Whoever. I like the idea that uh, he's trying to host this podcast again, but only through the voicemails. Yeah, you scumbag, you <laughs> son of a bitch. I saw him the other day. He's like, I left a voicemail. And I was like, okay. Interesting. And that goes out to everyone listening. We talk about the games. We talk about the games. Next time, leave... Uh, Put, throw some questions in and yeah. leave blanks for us to answer. Like Do it's a, a dumb accent. Come on. Say something uh, offensive. You don't have to do that. Okay. But yeah, you do no, have no to. slurs, please. I thought that's where unless, we were going. Unless you're referencing uh, people of Italian heritage, yes. then you can drop all the slurs you want. Just be like, what's your guys' favorite food or what's your favorite um, video game? I don't know. That'd be dumb. <laughs> Just ask us. Fuck Mary Kill, uh, it, Pikachu, Sonic, and uh, 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 Sonichu. Mario. Bob. Anyways, thanks for the voicemail, though. Um, yeah, maybe the next you. one you leave will be better. <laughs> and uh, maybe if you want to talk about video games, you can come on the show. But until then. You Jacqueline. Until next time, this is the Flock Podcast, and I'm Dewey. I'm sorry. I'm Connor, too. Thanks for flying with us. Later, motherfucker.